sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. As Christians, we know that we are called to have and deepen our own personal individual relationship with Jesus Christ. But what about a relationship with the saints? What does it mean to be in relationship with our older, um, and at least for the time be- for the time being, better, bigger brothers and sisters? How do we um, reach out to foster a relationship with the saints who will lead us closer to Jesus? That's what we're going to be talking about today on Ignition. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Bergwald, and we want to set your faith ablaze so that you may live the, adve- live the adventure that comes from a relationship with Jesus Christ. Before we get into the topic of the saints and our relationship with them, we want you to know that we love listener feedback. So if you've got questions about today's episode, or if you have ideas for future episodes, please contact us. The easiest way to do so is by email, and the address is ignition at sfcatholic.org. Again, ignition at sfcatholic.org. I'm joined this <laughs> week in studio once again by my regular guest co-host, Robin Bruggeman. Hey, Robin. Hello. When you're saying your um, email address in good pace, very good job, Thank by you. the way. Thank you. I, I'm saying it in my head with you every week, <laughs> even if I'm not here, but I'm listening. <laughs> right. Were you on where I talked about how I, I uh, had a friend who... Um, will text me about Ignition stuff. And I said, why don't you just email me? Because you say the address so fast, I can't remember what it is. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think he's gotten it now. Good job. Yeah, you've been thanks. you've been slowing I've down been your pace. Slow down. <laughs> uh, I, I'm going to do a little color before we get into the, so you speak of that. I was color. at a conference recently, which is going to yeah. come up actually today. Mm-hmm. Um, a conference recently and um, Father Mike Schmitz, Oh, of was he there? Fame was also there, uh, and Father Mike grew up fifteen miles from me. Seriously, yeah, we never met. In fact, at this oh, conference, this was the first time we've ever met. But oh, Father Mike is from fun. Brainerd, Minnesota, in the Diocese of Duluth, and I'm from yeah. grew, out, grew up outside of a small town called Crosby. So, were you in the Duluth Diocese just, growing up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so Crosby okay. is just fifty miles northeast of. Oh, what a fun Brainerd. fact! Yeah, and. Uh, Father Mike, Father Mike gets excited. He talks really fast. He does. Really fast. He is a fast talker. So one of the one of the um, the conference uh, speakers was who was going to be. He's talking about something else, but Father Mike was going to be coming on stage later for his keynote. Um, this other speaker was talking about how uh, you know you can tell that when Father Mike gets excited, he talks really fast. And this conference said, I think I'm pretty sure that if you um, watch Father Mike on YouTube, and you speed it up to two times. Speed, That's what it is. You're gonna break the speed, the the sound time continuum, or something. Oh, like that. that is well, so funny. funny. But I'm totally sympathetic. And to be honest, yeah. the, the 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 person who was speaking is also from Minnesota, and he also, when he gets excited, also speaks Talk quickly. Really fast. So That's I'm completely thing. sympathetic to Father Mike and Dr. Scott Solomon. Uh, because I don't know if it's a Minnesota, I don't think it's a Minnesota thing, but in this case, three Minnesotans who, when we get excited, we talk, talk, really talk, talk really fast. That's okay. Well, if, it, so. if you talk too fast, you, and if you're listening on like, is it only on apples where you can actually slow down no, no. the speed or is it everything? It's, many podcasts have that okay. capacity. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And YouTube so. lets you do that too, actually. Okay. You can so slow all good. down. Yeah. 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 All good. So, so anyway, fun. Robin, last week we talked, we finished a conversation we started previously uh, about St. John the Baptist and yes. kind of the way that he 
um, entered into my life. Yes. So again, the context of relationship with the saints. Yeah. Uh, and once again, we're going to sort of continue that conversation, not about John the, John the Baptist, but the idea of relationship with the saints, as mm-hmm. I said in the opening. Yep. Um, but again, I'm going to, I trust you, Robin. I'm going to give you, at least for now, the controls to the show. <laughs> I'm still earning my, let you, you're earning, uh, I'm earning my trust. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we're going to talk a little bit more about saints and um, having a relationship with them. And something I thought of is to someone who maybe this is new that they're hearing this, um, Catholic, not Catholic, you know, why would I want to have a relationship with a saint? Or why, why do I even want to get to know about their life? And I think it's similar to everybody has um, an interest in their life. So maybe it's sports, yep. maybe it's a musician, maybe it's a certain author, um, whatever you're interested in. I mean, I don't even know why this popped into your, to my head, but maybe they're a quilter. I don't know. Whatever your interest, what, what, what? quilter. Quilter. I don't, and I have go. no idea why yeah. that popped into my head. But whatever your interest is, whatever you want to get better at, you look to that person. Mm. So if I'm an athlete and I want to get better at, at my particular sport and I want to excel and ultimately win or break the record or, you know, whatever, get to that. The finish yep. line of that sport, for example, I'm going to look to the athletes that I admire and that are very successful mm-hmm. and that have achieved the goal. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to get to know about them. I'm going to, maybe if it's an athlete, maybe I'm going to think, okay, where did they go to college? What yep. did they study? Yep. What were their records in college? How did they get to that? How did they train? What did they eat? What made them successful? And um, did they have a family? Do they have kids? Whatever it is, right? So we're going to look to that. We could do it with athletes. We could do it with musicians, authors, anybody that we want to be like, we can look. And it might be a friend. Maybe it's one of our friends that um, maybe, let's say in my case, if it's a friend who they have something in their faith life that I think, wow, I so admire how they maybe know the Bible really well, or they just seem extra close to God. I'm going to ask them, what are you doing? Like, what book are you reading? Like, what are you finding that helps? And I'm going to ask them. So similarly, I, th- I think the saints are like that to us. So we can get to know a saint um, intentionally. We can seek them out um, to grow in our faith, or sometimes they seek us out yep. similarly to your last episode and what you're going to tell me about in this episode. And um, so I think the church in all of its beauty, we are so blessed, has left us amazing resources. So yep. if we want to get to know the saints, we have resources oh like crazy Absolutely. books, their writings, the letters they left behind, some like more modern saints, we can go on YouTube and we can watch them exactly. speaking and yep. talking on a topic, yep. but we want to know like, so ultimately we want to get to heaven. What can we do to grow our relationship with Christ, which the saints, all of them did. That was their thing. Yep. They were in relationship with God. That was just so beautiful. And they would probably say, Oh, I didn't have it figured out. Like yep. I was just going through life, yep. but we can look at their life now and go, wow, what did they do? What prayers did they do? Well, like, what did they do that they were making that work? Yep. So we can look to them in a similar way. And then sometimes um, certain saints tap on our window, on our door um, to get us to come along to learn something from them. So there's three things that I heard on a talk mm. um, that these are threefold fruits that come from a devotion to a saint. So one is they encourage and inspire us by their faith and witness to God's faithfulness in their lives. Say that again. Say it again. So they are encouraged and inspired. Okay. Or we are. We are. Sorry. Yep. We yep. are encouraged and inspired by their faith okay. and their witness 
and God's faithfulness in their lives. They instruct us by their teachings. So whether they were an intentional teacher leaving us something behind or we can just learn by what they did and then we're supported by their prayers, Mm. which you talked a little bit about um, in the last episode. Um, So I just love that. And I love also that I talked to you about this um, before we started airing that we have the same source. So the saint's source was God. Yep. That's that's what yep. they had. All of it came back to God. And that's ultimately we always, whatever we're doing, we want it to lead to God, which the saints do, but the same source is available to us to right. go into. So I just, I, saints are amazing. They're amazing role models. And we've really tried to get our kids to look up to them as a force to like um, whoever's like secularly popular. Right, right. Because we want to have them have somebody to model ahead of them a better way to make choices. Not that all secular people are not good influence. I mean, there right. are some that are, but if you're going to be looking up to somebody, look up to somebody that can help you get where you're going Amen. ultimately happen. Amen. So yeah. Yeah. I, I, um, I, I love how you frame that Robin, because I think obviously the whole idea of devotion to saints is one of those things that um, uh, other Christians certainly get uneasy about, yeah. but even sometimes Catholics mm-hmm. might get a little bit like, uh, like okay, but what does that mean? And yeah. and and sometimes okay? in some cases they might un- like, right. Yeah. Is that okay? Like yeah. But but the way that you described it, this is not somebody who obstructs my relationship with Jesus. Mm-hmm. It's somebody who enhances yes. my relationship. Oh, that's with a Jesus. beautiful way to put it. You know, so yes. and I love the three the three points that you made that you, that yes. you got from from a, uh, the talk that you mentioned. So uh, they encourage and inspire us. They teach us and they pray for us. Yes. Right. So yeah. it's a beautiful. Yeah. Awesome. Um, three different things. Fruits. Fruit, yeah. exactly yeah. from a from a so and when we say devotion to them that really means that's another way of saying relationship yep. with yeah them. they're yeah. alive in the Lord yeah so we can have a real relationship our devotion to them is not the way we might quote be quote quote unquote devoted to a a pop star of some mm-hmm. sort who we got a poster on our wall or whatever as a right. teenager maybe yeah <laughs> that, that's not a I mean there might be quote unquote devotion but we're talking about a real relationship. Yeah with somebody who is alive in Jesus Christ yes, and amen. can show us the way as in excess. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So you were recently, you've been doing some traveling in the last yes. month, few yes. weeks. And, um, you and I were texting and you said that you, um, there's another saint. Yes. St. Francis of Assisi who has been knocking on your door. And so I'm so intrigued because, you know, I look at you and as long as I've known you, I know that, okay, you and John the Baptist are pals. Uh-huh. You really like him as yeah. a saint. And so when you mentioned another one, I want to know what is St. Francis? Like, what's he, why, why is it, why do you think he's knocking? Like, what is he bringing along with him for you to think about? Yeah. So this is, this is one that for me is a surprise, but shouldn't be. Okay. I'm okay. so, and, and tell your listeners, I have no idea what you're going to no, say. Yeah, yeah. So you, you asked, so I said, if you're okay with we'll Robin, wait, I'll tell episode. you. Yep. So, I mentioned I was at this conference where Father Mike Schmitz was also at. And so that was that was a conference at Franciscan University of Steubenville. Okay. So but not Steubenville Conference. What? A different. It no, wasn't it was, like it, it was a, it was for a, the it youth? Was, no, nope, not oh, a youth conference. It was okay. a catechetical conference. St. Okay. John Bosco catechetical conference. Okay. So I was at the St. John Bosco catechetical conference at Franciscan University of Steubenville. So I finished my undergrad. I've told my story with you, somebody. Yeah, um, uh, when I had my reversion during college, I ended up finishing my undergraduate degree at Franciscan University of mm-hmm. Then I went on to um, 
graduate studies, including doctoral studies, at the Pontifical University of St. Thomas Aquinas, which is the Dominican school, Dominican school, the Angelicum in Rome. After finishing that, I came back to Franciscan University of Steubenville in Steubenville, Ohio, where I taught for a year before a couple years later making my way, our way, Jermaine and I were married by then, to, to here to Sioux Falls. Okay, I didn't know that last part. Yep. So um, studied at Steubenville, taught at Steubenville, and then... Um, my role here with the diocese, director of discipleship formation, a catechetical conference is a, is is like the ongoing professional development conference right. that you would go to. Yep. So I've gone uh, for many years now to the this St. John Bosco catechetical conference at Franciscan University of Steubenville. And throughout these decades now, okay, I, I, I hate to say it this way, but but there's a lot of truth in it. Maybe it's a little bit dramatic, but there's still a lot of truth in it. St. Francis meant very little to me okay. throughout this time. This university, which meant so much to me, um, means so much to me, but the namesake of this university meant very little to me. Okay. Uh, St. Francis, and, and we, can talk, we can talk maybe a little bit about him, but not yet um, in terms of his life. Really, like there, there are other saints. To be honest, who I oh, I hesitate to say this, but he knows who meant more to me, right? Than Saint Francis, so which Saint is probably pretty, pretty normal for right. everybody. But I think I, probably, yeah. But um, he didn't mean a lot to me until so, as you and I recording this, until a week and a half ago. So I'm at this conference. And I don't know if it was a meeting or in a presentation, but somebody mentioned St. Francis. I've heard of him before. And they mentioned what Jesus said to him from the cross in the church of San Damiano near Assisi. Mm-hmm. I've heard this. Um, so so there's this so there's this famous cross, the San Damiano cross. So the cross in the church, I think, in the, I think the church was... Um, uh, uh, devoted to, consecrated to San Damiano. So this is this famous, this is a replica of the cross that mm-hmm. St. Francis saw. St. Francis saw, it, it was hanging, it was in the church. But for St. Francis, Jesus spoke to him from mm-hmm. this cross. He heard and even saw um, Jesus' mouth, mouth move on the, the crucifix. Which is an awesome, miraculous um, thing. And, and Jesus said to St. Francis through this crucifix, or the, the original, Francis, rebuild, go and rebuild mm-hmm. my church. Mm-hmm. Now, I've heard that mm-hmm. for decades. Yep. But this time, a week and a half ago, there was in me uh, a desire that, that awoke to get to know Francis more. This incredible mm-hmm. saint, and he really is an incredible saint. Yeah. I mean, Franciscans would say he is easily among the greatest saints. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, now other religious orders might, you know, well, yes, he's fine, but our, <laughs> but you know, so, so well known that even when you're out and about like at Menards or somewhere, you'll see a St. Francis statue. Yeah. You yeah, will. So very totally common, will. very yeah, common. Very you see common him driving around in see... people's yard. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so he is a great saint, but I, for the first time in my life, uh, again, which is so strange given the proximity, if you, spiritual proximity, if you will, that I've had to St. Francis. Yeah. For the first time, I have this 
like real desire to get to know him, mm-hmm. to to foster a relationship with him more, uh, and, and what he means for me. Awesome. So I want to talk about this more in just a minute, but in case you're just tuning in, welcome to Ignition. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Bergwald, talking with Renee Bruggeman today. We've been talking last week and this week about the importance of, of, of fostering a, a personal relationship, first and foremost with Jesus, but how saints can help us do that. Mm-hmm. So fostering a personal relationship with saints so that they can help us draw closer to Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so St. Francis, I have this new, it is a fresh, freshly awoken desire Awoken, uh, desire to get to know St. Francis. So like this new desire to get to know more about him or more of his teachings, or do you feel like there's something that, um, that there's more behind this that maybe is something that God might invite you into? Like I think of the building of the church, for example, Yeah. which, you know, people may or may not know his story. Like originally St. Francis thought when he heard and saw Jesus say this to him, he thought, a physical church. Right. Like you want me to build a new structure. Well, to rebuild. There was one that yeah, was sort of disrepair. Right. It may have even yeah. been the Church of San Damiano. I don't remember yeah. the details right now. But Jesus meant no, the peop the church church. Yep. And um so I'm curious if like how that fits into because it is also your I mean it's a passion of yours um that lines up with your occupation. Yep. Your ministry. Yep of building the church. Yep. And so I'd be curious, like, is anything like, oh, yeah. tapping He's into, so is pretty, that what you so, mean? So pretty quickly when, again, this line, when this, again, whether it was a meeting or a presentation at this conference, when the speaker referenced the line, Francis, go and rebuild my church. The, 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 the phrase, I guess, or the words that popped into my head pretty quickly were radical renewal. Wow. So Francis was very, I mean, so radical Mm -hmm. going to the root. I mean, Francis in his conversion to, to Jesus, I mean, he grew up in Italy in the middle ages. Mm -hmm. So everybody's Catholic, but Francis um, had a radical reversion or conversion, whatever you call it, where he Mm -hmm. really took his relationship with Jesus Christ seriously in a radical Mm -hmm. way. Uh, And and, and so radical renewal was what, and then then in the last week and a half, more has also um, come in. So radical renewal in rebuilding the church. So that, Mm -hmm. that appeals to me because I desire to do my part to rebuild the church as Mm -hmm. well. Right. Yeah. But, but increasingly in a, in a radical way, like, like to get to the root, to the heart of it, like what does it look like for me and not just in my day job, but in my Mm -hmm. life as a missionary disciple, in my Mm -hmm. life as a husband to Jermaine, as a father to Elena, Carl, Noel, Alexia, and Mercedes, what does it mean for me to rebuild the domestic church in my Mm -hmm. family? my life, my marriage, what's my responsibility in those roles as a man yeah. uh, to, to to radically rebuild, to renew the church? And I don't know what the answer is yet, but that's what's but You know, you're being invited That's what I'm being something. invited to. And Francis did so, so he's, well, he, he's like the Franciscans, they're, they're a mendicant order. They, they beg, they're, mm-hmm. they're on the go, but they beg for everything. And I guess begging wasn't new to, but Francis took it again in a really radical mm-hmm. way. 
Um, so, but so poverty, but what does that mean for me? Simplicity. And this kind of dovetails ah. with what we talked about last time with John the Baptist and, and a life of penance. Mm-hmm. And this is going to come up again, actually. Um, but simplicity of life. Again, I, I talked about this in the context of fasting last time, but in a, in a culture in which we have so much, mm-hmm. what does it meet, mean for me to embrace a life of lay poverty, if you will, of simplicity mm-hmm. yeah. of life? And penance and repentance. So this is the yeah. the, the intersection for me yeah. of John and John and Francis, John the Baptist and Francis, yep. of of repentance and obedience. And then going back to being rightly ordered. Right, yep, rightly ordered. Which yep. we talked about just ever so slightly in the last yep. episode. Yep. And so the last Ordering thing, and then I'll let you right. let you yeah. if you want to to me to unpack any of those or ask questions, follow up questions. But the last thing, most recent thing, and obedience. You know, I mm. I I, I worked directly, if you will, ministerially for the church. My paycheck mm-hmm. comes from the Catholic Diocese of Sioux Falls. Right. I work for a priest, Father Scott Trainer, and we work for the Bishop of the Diocese of Sioux Falls, Bishop Donald DeGrood. Um, and I'm called to be obedient to what Father Scott or Bishop DeGrood uh, ask of me. Right. So in all, so radical renewal, rebuilding the church, um, n- sort of my day job, but the, all of my life as well, but uh, a life of repentance and penance and simplicity uh, and obedience. So these That's are all awesome. ways where Francis, and I've had this crucifix. Um, it's got a stand, so it sits on my desk. I've had, I've been intrigued by the San Damiano mm-hmm. cross or crucifix for years now. Isn't that funny? But not by St. Francis. He was subtly there. So, so. Well, even like I said, with the college and everything. So the difference between, um, and I I think this fits with what I know of their temperaments. John the Baptist finally said, all right, cousin, I'm just going to kick the door down and (laughs) reveal myself. Francis, it was much more gentle. Uh, This is, now again, maybe Francis had been knocking, but the, the, the knock before, but the knock um, a week and a half ago was a very gentle knock. Uh, oh, Francis! Oh my gosh! What do you want? <laughs> no, but no, like, <laughs> no, oh, I totally kidding. know why I'm you're kidding. here. <laughs> Come on in. So mm-hmm. we're sitting down for tea or coffee and starting a conversation. So where do you go from here with the saints? Like. What kind of relationship are you going to have with him? Like, how are you going to foster that? Or what, like, yeah. talk to your listeners about what does that so, look like? No, some of this, uh, this is a very Chris Bergwald way to go about this. Uh, I have some books coming from the library. Uh, of course. <laughs> you didn't <laughs> so, have any sitting on your shelf that you've taken out, I, put back, uh, No, they're out, not on the shelf. They're not on the shelf. So I asked some friends, including one uh, one sister who is a Franciscan. Awesome. A sister, Johanna Perush. She's a uh, member of the Franciscans of St. George the Martyr, Franciscan Sisters of St. George mm-hmm. the Martyr, based out of St. Louis. She's okay. Canadian. Don't hold it against her. Uh, <laughs> she's amazing. I said, so I, 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 last Friday, I sort of explain, or Thursday, went through all this with her. And what do you recommend? So there's one book that she recommended. But then <laughs> I'm getting a book from my guy, who's he's not a saint, um, but I, I, I really like him, G.K. Chesterton. Oh, okay. Sure. Chesterton yep. wrote, uh, I think, about biographies of two saints. Really? St. Thomas Aquinas. I read that one years ago. Okay. Because of the intellectual, you know. Mm-hmm. Deep. But one, he also wrote on St. Francis. Oh, that's cool. And I, like, eh, I'm not, not interested in that. Until now. <laughs> Until now. Until now. So the first book is called God's Fool. 
And the second is uh, Chesterton's biography. That's awesome. So in the meantime, though, I'm also asking the Lord and Francis himself, you know, what's 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 this about? Yeah. What what what's this new desire to get to know Saint Francis more mm-hmm. about? So I am going to learn about Francis from uh, these books, but also from him, and uh, ultimately, most importantly, from the Lord. That's awesome. That's awesome. We are so blessed to have so many resources. Oh, absolutely. Isn't it fun? It's like this adventure. Not almost yep. say a game, but just a really neat, like, oh, what's up next? Like, yep. what what is in this that God wants to yep. show me it is. through St. Francis? So, yeah. yeah, I just would encourage our listeners to just be open to invitations, open to invitations. like that, that right. come along, that God places there. And uh, to see what does he want to show you? And yep. ultimately, because he's going to use it to get, you closer to him yeah, exactly and in your case like you even talked about the domestic church the yep. church the domestic church anybody else that knows you on the way so it's great amen great. and i love you know we, the, we talked about this last time and i i give the metaphor of a family reunion you mm-hmm. know there might be saints who approach you um yeah. and if you're listening you'll hear the knock uh but you might be as, as you seek point out, out there might be saints that you want to seek out yeah. so yeah. do both be yeah. listen listen attentively for the knocks yep but then to go knock on their door. Right, right. Exactly. You know, some saints stalk us, if you will, but yep. we can stalk them too. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. So, you won't be sorry. No, amen. You won't so, be sorry. Renee, uh, Renee, <laughs> you, sometimes I do that. Robin, we have two minutes left. Uh, I'm curious. So you didn't know anything about, I, I told you who the saint yep, was. But I didn't know what was behind uh, But that. until we started recording, you, uh, yeah, you didn't know anything about how Francis knocked uh right. on my door and why he's he's um uh yeah wh- why my desire for him has been awakened and what i think he's meaning so just i'm just curious uh your thoughts on because this is another way to find out is actually from others so mm-hmm. last week i asked other, i was telling other people about this experience and mm-hmm. what do you think so i know that's putting you on the spot mm-hmm. but but any initial thoughts on um, yeah, because you had some resonances. You saw resonances between John the Baptist and me. Yeah. What about Francis? And I can totally see that one. You know, as you're saying, I'm like, oh, yeah, that, you know, I can totally see that. Um, did you go into the conference or mm. your, I mean, I know you had a few different things going on in the last month. Were you, did you go into it with a, what do you want me to show me here at this conference? What do you want? Or was it just a, did you just go in like, you know, we can, so I just go to a conference. Okay, I know I'm going to get great stuff out of this. I'm just going to show up and just just be. Yes, that. How you just went and I'm like, I'm here yep. to learn and receive. And then you got this extra tapping. Yep. Like, okay. Yep. Yeah, that's a great question. So I didn't, sometimes I will. I don't think I did this time. Go Just really asking, like mm-hmm. either specifically like, Lord, show me, reveal yourself to me. Yeah. I may have done that, but I think it wasn't like you were like, I'm not leaving until I get something. Nope. It wasn't that. It's just, I didn't go in because I just I think it's important for people to know that yep. you don't have to like go mining for it. Nope. Exactly. Um, that it yep. can just happen. And quite often it is when you're not expecting it Amen. at all that yep. you get that little knock or the thoughts. Cause I know we've talked before about how do I know, like how, you know, people say, Oh, I kind of felt God's presence there. Kind of heard God speaking to me through that. Yeah. These are great examples that you've yeah. given of how God does right. work in that way. Exactly. So yeah. I think, yeah, so just the importance of maybe you're seeking it out or maybe you're just listening, but but be attentive to the listening. Yeah, you know, attentive. Draw, foster your own prayer life. And as you draw closer to Jesus, your sense of spiritual hearing yeah. will become sharper and you'll hear. Yeah. So, 
Thanks, Robin. Thank you for sharing your story. Always great to visit with you. Thanks, Robin. And that will wrap up this episode of Ignition. Again, you can email us, ignition at sfcatholic.org with any thoughts or ideas for future episodes. And until next time, may God bless you.